Yo, this is the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. This is Kickstand coming at you with part two of our 100th episode extravaganza. This part featuring Travis Lucier, Andy Dreger, and William, sorry, Vanilla Will Smith. Please tune in next week to have the finale featuring Brian Norder and Mike's illustrious wife, Amanda Boudouin. people is honestly the best number well simultaneously you can do four it's not yeah. unreasonable it's mm-hmm. not hard to do all right so are we uh, we're going yeah okay. we'll just add right. it in a good so spot <laughs> i figure i might as well go out on my shield and uh <laughs> just introduce welcome to the podcast our good friend franklin the turtle oh you fuck <laughs> you fucking he said he was kid. gonna do it yeah, he yeah did. it's okay it's okay oh. it's okay now we now we know what side you were on with my ex-wife you fuckers <laughs> I had no idea. That's where it came like, from. Mike told me that today. Yeah. He's like, that came I, from his ex-wife. I'm, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, when I was cutting weight and you guys <laughs> were all like, oh, dude, are you okay? And you're like, he looks dude, like you look Franklin. like shit. You yeah. did look yeah. like shit. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. I feel moderately bad now. Not really bad, just yeah. moderately. <laughs> not enough to well, change. But you have to have a conscience to really feel bad about that, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not like I haven't been through enough with that, bitch, right? <laughs> right? Like, oh, that—that that's you got to so- keep bringing that shit yeah, up. Yeah, you like- got to keep bringing up her shit. <laughs> you know, somebody once said that he looked like Franklin the Turtle. Fuck, who was that? <laughs> who the fuck was that? I just I can't wrap my head around who the fuck that was. Oh, that was his ex-wife. His <laughs> cheating, stealing ex-wife. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, I can see why it would sting a little. Yeah, like, yeah not be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we all completely forgot. We're like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just like, it's not, it's not my fault. She was a little bit accurate about it. But not now. <laughs> well, I guess I'm closer to looking like I got a shell now than I did back then. <laughs> I can give oh, you that. I'll give you can that. We, can I'll we just call be... you Donatello then? Or like uh, okay. Michelangelo? No, I'd be more like Raphael. For Raphael? Sure. You're going to go Raphael? I'm the, I'm the big cranky one for sure. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Like, <laughs> Raffy. There is we'll not a single Raffy. person on the planet that is more Raphael yeah. than you are. Right? Right. Then we got to call him Raffy because okay. Raphael's too worried. Raffy? Raffy. Fuck off. <laughs> Just never happy. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I that, thought that we redeemed like the Raffy. turtle theme. Yeah, the turtle theme. <laughs> what the fuck? Holy smokes. Oh. But like, like a scary turtle, though. It's yeah, like well, you're very intimidating. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all right. You can listen to this after and hear how everyone jerked you off while simultaneously making fun of you. It's yeah, great. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> it's because we love you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Love. <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> Yeah. You ever see that uh, the Office episode where the guy's like, um, he's like, don't tell her, but she's like, I, this place would fall apart without her. She's amazing. I would never, I couldn't do this without her. It's like, why not? Why not tell her that? It's the same thing with you. It's like he's a great guy. Don't ever tell him. Don't ever yeah, tell him. Yeah. I said this. It'll go to his fucking head, and that'll be it. If you, t- if you tell him I respect him greatly, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> ruin everything. Yeah. We got a thing going here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 How's your guys' night been so far? 
That's uh, good. Chaotic. A chaotic. Bit chaotic. Yeah, a chaotic. Yeah, but good. I kind of figured it would have been. I do, I do like the energy. That's the thing. With every single person, you get a, a different energy will simultaneously uh, revitalize. You're like, okay, cool. We're good. Yeah, we're good. And you're not like, it's good. I like it. See, I, I'm actually really surprised by this. I thought Devin would have been sitting here. So that way he would have been the middleman in case I tried to jump over and <laughs> choke the shit out of you. No, no, no. I, I, welcome, I welcome that. Yeah. If you want to yeah. do that, you're free to. No, no, no. I'm good. As long as I'm not drinking, I'm fine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I was telling somebody Everything, today, I'm like, Travis doesn't a, like whiskey. He likes Coke with whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. Well, uh, we don't have time for that. We don't have time. I, and then I got to go look for it. The little sketch about you don't like whiskey. I love whiskey. I oh, Burt Crusher. Burt Crusher's bit on whiskey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I seen that. You sent that to me. <laughs> did I send that to yeah, you? Yeah, you I did. You, did. Sent me, you sent me that on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I, I might have been drinking. <laughs> that, that's a very I, good possibility it, as well. It's, it happens. Uh, so, yeah, it's one of those things of, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good thing it's, you were It's drinking. amazing, though, with that, with that guy. Like, he's... So retarded. However, when he starts talking about alcohol, he turns into a fucking poet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's uh, like he all of a sudden he starts waxing eloquent, and you're like, I want to drink too. <laughs> oh, I'm a former alcoholic, and I still want to tie one on. You guys, you guys both have Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Fucking watch Joe Coy. Joe Coy. He's yes. pretty good. Yeah. He's Stand got some good bits. Dude, me and Mandy were dying laughing. I was in tears. My stomach hurt. I couldn't breathe. His fucking CPAP bit, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, we got no pads now. <laughs> yeah, so no, I yeah. actually, I'm going to write this yeah, down. Yeah, Joe Coy, watch him, man. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's got some good, apparently, before he blew up, like, not long before, uh, he was he was living out of his car. Yeah. He, he had nothing, nothing at all. And Mike, that's, that's all comedians until yeah, they get they're, a special, they're, okay? They're <laughs> starving not, until they're famous. Funny? Are you successful? <laughs> no. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Keep sorry, but there's not a comedian on the planet yes, but, that doesn't have that same backstory. Yeah, yes, but they should. Yeah, they be. all lived that's, on a bus and crashed into each other's houses. That's and, how you become good. You need yeah. to starve. If you were just naturally funny always, it's like, nah, you're not that funny then. Like if you're just that, mm-hmm. who I am. It's like, no, no. The real artists are the guys who they were starving artists. That's that's where good art comes from. So, but I think somebody. That's a that's a um. Who the fuck said that? So why are we trying to solve solve poverty then? If fuck if pop. it produces so much great entertainment for us, <laughs> right? <laughs> Your poverty entertains me. Uh, Rock bottom built more champions than Peterson fucking privilege ever will. <laughs> this is more about us than it is yeah. you. We need to keep you poor so yeah. you can entertain us. Yeah. That's yeah. That's why I yeah. won't buy expensive art. It's for <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not, so just start paying them nothing. That's why brokers exist, <laughs> is so that they make less money, so they continue to make good stuff. How, how's the conversion going? Conversion, yeah. The, Chris and oh, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from Jesus to Jesus. How's from that Jesus going? To Jesus. <laughs> you know? It's fantastic. Yeah. I like Jesus way better. <laughs> I like, I like my Jesus more yeah. than your Jesus. <laughs> Oh. I like looking at Jesus from this angle instead of that angle. You know, oh, there, there's a there's a there's a joke I heard once that uh, is pretty much on point. So a guy finds a or, or, or a team of people find this desert island. And there's yeah. a guy on it who's been shipwrecked there for years. Yeah. Like, oh, frick, dude! Like, you've been here for years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm really glad you guys showed up. I was starting to lose it. <laughs> They're like, okay, well, we don't like. Let's get you going. Like, but like first let's like find out a bit about your life here. Like, like how did you survive? And so he, you know, showed them how he survived and, 
and also like it's like well here's where i made my hut in my house like you know this is awesome and over there is like a is a, is a place i have for uh for like butchering fish and stuff like that that i get i don't do that at home and so he showed them all the, the buildings they're like what's that building over there it's like oh that's i love that one that's my church like i'm <laughs> i'm a christian and, and i go to that hut to to, to worship god and, and think about the bible and stuff like that like oh cool and then they were like there's another hut over there you didn't tell us about that one like oh i fucking hate that place it's like <laughs> why it's like that's the church i used to go to (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome that's hilarious oh there's so there that's the deepest joke i've heard in a while oh there's something there right right (sighs) do you hate your old church hmm well, that's your church. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> you just, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think of those people that say I hate that. Like anywhere that they stop going, it's like, oh, fuck that place. I mean, I, I think that's, I just, that's I just human nature. It's human nature to, mm-hmm. uh, to a degree to to find umbrage with things you, like, because like you don't leave for no reason. Yeah. Like you don't leave something just for the hell of it one day. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's always a little bit of maybe hurt feelings or resentment or like be like you know, Un- like, unresolved conflict. Un- yeah, unresolved conflict. I I actually love your church. Yeah. You know, and and that's the church I used to go to. I yeah. love it. Um, and by the church, he means the people because <clears throat> that's the church. No, not no, it's the a building. building. It's a building. No, no, he means the people. <laughs> no, that it's he a beautiful still visits cathedral with and hangs out with. It's a beautiful cathedral that used to be an IGA. And <laughs> yeah, I know because my dad punched somebody out in that parking lot back when I was born here. <laughs> it's it's got real roots for him. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I will say this about the building. It is a pretentious building, and it really makes me awkward to be in it because it doesn't feel like church. Yeah. No, it, it, it has nothing to do with the building. Where's like the, the rich mahogany? Where's the and mahogany? The gold, the gold trim. Don't and where's me. our 16th chapel painting? And I, I think that is one of the most lost things that our culture has done when it comes to churches. Is debeautifying them. Debeautifying them, like the the the, the mahogany, like like you were talking the. The mm-hmm. gold trim, the, uh, well, not gold in particular, but like the woodwork that was done, the mm-hmm. stained glass windows, the, the rock work, like just the masonry that went mm-hmm. in. It was just so beautiful. That's something a Catholics do so fucking well. Yeah. That not is. just, well, or Orthodox, whatever you want to fucking call them. Or like even just, Anglicans or Lutherans. Like they're just Anybody the, but the modern non-denominational. The, yeah, the, the older European. But I mean, like they're coming out with arenas, dude, like. They're going like Roman Catholic, you know, like in that yeah. sense where it's like, we're going to start pitting like the Orthodox against the Catholics in here. And then we can have the Baptists yeah, take on the evangelists. But they're, they're out beautiful. The Protestants can get thrown in there with the Catholics too, you know, like. But, but they're. We, they're can, we can do a real Coliseum. I wish, I wish. <laughs> Battle of the Religions. Of the denomination. Orthodox would win. I'm sorry, but they're far more disciplined than like if they knew it was coming, they'd be like, we Catholics got Catholics got the boondock saints. It's all f- Yeah. No, no, no. You can't throw guns They got the IRA. Yeah, they got man. Some... They got the real IRA. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you've watched Sons of Anarchy or not, but most of that stuff's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard all day. Did you know that's where the Taliban got uh, IEDs? Mm-hmm. Was from the IRA? Yeah, because they the have Taliban like... didn't come up with it. The the Irish did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that. I'm like, 
shit. <laughs> Dang, son. Oh no, they were no they weren't joking, man. No, they weren't. Oh, no. IRA are legit fuckers. <laughs> oh yeah, man. They're they're, they're the original car bombers. <laughs> like yeah, they, they, they trained everybody on how to be gangster before gangster was gangster, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To them, that was just going to church, you know. <laughs> oh, I know, like yeah. But I wish, I wish, I wish churches today would have a how beautifying. Like they would just try. It's like we're going to make our church so much more beautiful than yours, not on the inside, but with like you know, <laughs> not the people. Forget yeah. the people, but making the buildings, and that would really, I, I don't know, push our culture forward. Hopefully, I think I think it would push like um, almost give you like an original feel for like the the type of mentality for that church. Yeah. You know, because it's like their original design for that yeah. church. I think I think it might say something too about like the well, the passion they have for their craftsmanship and like their dedication to what they're gifting to God, right? Like, because that's well, why when people built temples and churches before, it was to honor God. Yeah, right? it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't you know, for anybody. Nobody was living in it. It yeah. was for yeah. honoring God. Yeah. Yeah. Look, this is this <coughs> is look the, at the look at the shape of the Catholic Church, like the the the, the Catholic churches. Yeah. You look at it from to above; it's a cross. Huh. Like everything yeah, about that's, the architecture technically, was. That's, that's what a cathedral is. Yeah. By it, technically, a cathedral is a building that is shaped like a cross. cross. So yeah. not all the churches look like that. That's what cathedrals are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were yeah, fucking yeah. beautiful. Just, yeah, they, but I mean, like you go intentional. You go to the Vatican. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> like really nice. That's a one day. That's a one day. I know that it's far away, but that's a one day for me. I do want to hit up the Vatican. I know I'm not Catholic. I know I don't have a lot of that same, but at the same time, but I, at the I same do time, have appreciation. It's still, it's still a part of our general history. Yeah, mm. you know, it's still a part of of you know Europe in general's like genesis and movement forward in the world and stuff like that. So it's got so much history and artifacts mm-hmm. and and you know meaning there that is more than just oh, are you a Catholic or not? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that, that it takes that to appreciate it. No. Well, I, yeah. But, you know, it just, it really says that, like, Christians just don't make the effort no. anymore like Catholics do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Catholics are still willing to spend the money, yeah. you know? They're, like, put, they're willing to put their money where their yeah. mouth is. They're not you know? just yeah. saying. It's like, and f- to that point, too, right, not just on that. Like, Catholics, in general, put their money where their mouth is when it comes to charity and yeah. and those yeah. kind of things, too, right? Yeah. Like, there's, there's not an there's not well, an yeah, because they're, they're working their way to heaven, so well, they got to give, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now they're climbing the stairway, but I, th- I think that's the, the. But then we 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 butt up against the altruistic idea of okay, well, Catholics are willing to do it for the Catholic Church, but they're not willing to do it for anybody else. No, 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 and no, no. That's not, that's, as far as I'm just saying, some P, a, a, a Pentecostal view of Catholicism. Yeah. Now, now I'm not saying that all Catholics are like that. No, but. the institution itself doesn't just spend money on the institution, like. The insti- but that's the way the, the Pentecostals inst- view it. Yeah, I know. That's because they have some hang-ups. <laughs> the institution itself spends more more money than any other on planet for just general uh, food charity, banks and food charity. banks, hospitals, mm-hmm. yeah. charity, like detox it, programs, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's. I hear a- they have a great kids program. <laughs> They really touch. They really touch their lives in ways that you couldn't imagine. Oh, I couldn't. And you try not to think about. I possibly couldn't fathom. You try not to think about. Yeah. No, I do try. It's. I tell you. No, I meant. I, well, yeah. Oh, you fucked up there. there. I tried to reconcile See that, that, with that. Oh, that religious dear. spirit is seeping in now with the Orthodox. It's you know, it's not quite Catholic, but. 
No, <laughs> they're better. Yeah. They're it's, better. It's, I'm it's sorry. Pre Roman, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Before the yeah. Roman Romans ruined it. But at the same time, though, like I was interested in Catholicism for mm-hmm. a time. But man, like I tell you, like becoming Catholic in Canada right now is a hard sell. Oh like, yeah. yeah. You're like it's like we could just look around and see the damage that the institution has also done. Yeah. And you're like, like I have it's it's a hard sell. Yeah. And it just got it, to the point but, like I can't do it. But you know what? Through like the persecution and stuff that they're dealing with, it's it's making a martyr out of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm 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 just waiting for. For the set when the next boondock saints, you know, rises up out of the Catholic church yeah. and starts whacking people, you know, like, <laughs> you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, the good old days. Days, right? <laughs> right? The Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. I, I watched that movie recently and I was like, oh, such a cool vibe. But as far as like the, as far as like their portrayal of their relationship with the Catholic church, mm-hmm. I was like, this was written by somebody who has, who's definitely not Catholic. He got a Catholic friend that he got some, yeah. some throwback he, he got really high with a Catholic friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or drunk. Or drunk. Or drunk. Yeah, I would go more with drunk. <laughs> oh. Those Catholics have their wine. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> do. Uh, sorry, I was thinking French. Uh, French love their wine too. So, and a lot of the French people I know are Catholics. So. I don't know. It's, you know, like there's a uh, there's the Baptists. They're like, you no, know, alcohol is not a part of our religion. You know, there's the Pentecostals. Like, nope, you know, we we don't we don't do that. And then there's the Lutherans, the Catholics, and the Orthodox. Like, alcohol is our religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Germany, the monks are the ones who make the wine and the whiskey, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so, so many good things. About Absolutely, the- like beer almost saved. I think. Beer itself, as an invention, pretty much saved Western civilization from from uh, a degree of of uh, extreme death. <laughs> ah. There was a time when water was so bad in the cities and stuff like that. Like there was no way to get clean enough drinking water to be able to stomach it without getting really really ill. Yeah, and the process of making beer actually the fermentation, and the all fermentation, that. the boiling, all that stuff took it all out so if you were thirsty beer was a better thing to have than water and it actually it actually brought a certain parts of england through a really bad time as far as sanitation (laughs) (laughs) i knew i liked beer cheers to me cheers cheers to beer (laughs) cheers to you Uh, i'm on the wagon you both are you both are on the wagon i'm the only one drinking tonight (laughs) i fucked that guy right (laughs) hold on you got a you um, heathen (laughs) You got dirty, a lobotomy. Dirty drinking heat. I got a what? You got a lobotomy. Why? With the, the, the laser. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got brain. well, because drinking's a, a trigger for smoking. So. Yeah. So I don't drink because I'm not smoking. Yeah, but you got a, like a laser lobotomy kind of thing. Yeah. And that is so. How's it going? <clears throat> I get weird dreams. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can't just say I get weird dreams. <laughs> Tell me. Go on. What no, that's pretty what? much it. I'm just going to leave it at that. What fucking, do you, fuck puppies or what? No, fuck no. No, this isn't in real lot of Sonya here, yeah. okay? Yeah. I'm so curious. What? You can't just say I have weird <laughs> dreams and they give me nothing. Why is bestiality the, like, the, well, the go-to, they're, though? Because that's a weird thing. That's really fucked up. Is all, wrong. All, I'm, all, all I'm going to say is they're like, 
more violent than any movie you've ever watched. <laughs> I've watched a lot of movies. Yeah, more violent. You ever violent. seen a snuff film? Me neither. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Because if you said you did, you'd be an accomplice. I, 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 yeah, no, I haven't. It was a joke. I have a bad sense of humor. Oh, we should talk about snuff films one day. I don't want to do the research. <laughs> I, yeah, no, that that is one of those things. That I don't even want to look into it. I'm like, no, I'm good. Oh no, you're gonna go on a list. Like I tell you, CSIS is coming. CSIS is coming. We didn't release those episodes. Oh. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Gotta you, get guys, you guys are waiting until you're famous enough to sell out, <laughs> and then I'm going to fucking have to come into your studio and kick the shit out of you. <laughs> I, can't wait. I can't wait to sell out. <laughs> Do this for a living, hey, right? and then we'll flip houses. That's the thing. we got to sell out enough, but we got to remain Fuck blue collar. That. You know what? No, no, you know That is my life right now. No. I don't want to keep no, doing no, that. No, no, no. Hold on. We pay somebody else to flip them, so we're technically blue collar still. That's right. You show up, put one screw in for YouTube, you're like, you know, photo <laughs> off, and then you fuck right off, like all those other people on TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the dream. That's the goal. That's the dream. Be or fake. you could make it like your prick bros and like come in because you have the money and just like smash out a wall and tell them to redo it and fucking leave. <laughs> for no reason. Like after, their, after it's drywalled and everything, just come in there. This is fucking shit. I want a light switch here, smash. I want a light switch here, smash. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> no, no, no. Take the whole wall out and be like, fucking start over. Uh, that would be so much fun. To have be... that kind of fuck you money. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I don't. Could you do that? Why not? It's your house. I, I, yeah, but I'm just thinking of the money. I'm just thinking about. No, no. That's You can only do that if you have he, fuck you money. Yeah, yeah but that's I, what I mean. I, like, okay, I'm not there yet. That's the thing. Well, that's I don't what I mean. You, you don't you understand. But I, having, like, like, even the idea of kicking in a wall, I'd be like, <laughs> Like when you get pissed off at a waitress at a restaurant, so you buy the restaurant so you can fire her, you know, like that, that kind of kind fuck of money. you money, you know, yeah. like, it's like, like, that's Joe Rogan money. And then just like fucking <laughs> condemn Batman the building money. and Batman leave. Money. <laughs> <laughs> this is my restaurant now. <laughs> yeah. Then just condemn the building and fucking leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think we'll ever get there. <laughs> Probably not. Not with no. that attitude. You <laughs> won't. <laughs> Fair enough. If you don't sell yourself, who will? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if right. I don't get 10,000 subscribers right now, I will cheat on my wife. <laughs> or if I do that. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. You guys are really fucking throwing I wrenches in the know. gear tonight. Like, <laughs> What do you guys been putting in your booth? Uh, you guys, I'm on the wagon. Guys, He's on the guys, wagon. Were you guys it's... chopping fucking edibles with fucking Bam Bam there? Fucking, I don't want to talk tried about to offer, it. Yeah, he tried to offer me one. I, I was just like, that's I, not cocaine. No, they're... <laughs> <laughs> not gonna drink, but a little bit of nose candy is not gonna hurt anything. <laughs> but not a smoking uh, trigger. I can uh, do that all I want. With that being said, the the government issued stuff is not nearly as bad as it used to be. That that was not bad. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I still laugh. I smoked enough weed for fucking everybody in this room to mm-hmm. last a lifetime. Yeah, good. I'm good. Good. good for I'm you. Good. good for you. Good. It's, it's probably still in your system. Just don't. <laughs> You ever met my brother? He is fucking retarded permafried, man. Permafried? Oh yeah. Always. Did we talk we talked about him last time, right? Chris or Derek? Oh, real brother. Oh. <laughs> mm. My real brother used to smoke weed like fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> like he'd roll up an eighth at a time and fucking blaze and then he'd go to school. <laughs> oh. And then he was itching to get to recess so he'd go blaze again. Yeah. I got offered in high school, but I was far too 
goody goody to you. I was a goody goody. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm cool. You don't got to worry about me. Well, simultaneously, I'm good. I'm cool. I'm I'm fine. Is that is that exactly how you said it? Because that is not cool. <laughs> no, no, that that's exactly how I said it. And I realized looking back now. You're right. <laughs> like, I'm like, what a tool. They were like, shut the fuck up. You're being too loud. <laughs> and I'm like, see, like, that was the thing, though. Like, for me and my brother growing up, we did, like, all our really, really, really fucked up shit from, like, our 13s until whatever. And then we watched all the kids that, like, were good all through high school. And then they started to spread their wings after. They're still fucked up. They haven't recovered. Yeah. We we gave ourselves enough time that we could recover and make you, something of ourselves. Do you think it's a bit like what the English do when it comes to alcohol where they have it illegal a lot younger than most people? Mm-hmm. So people go through their alcohol phase a lot sooner than in Canada or America oh, where in Europe. they come into it a lot later and they just get plastered. They throw their whole life away because they never grew up being permitted to drink it as early. Like they get out of the way a lot earlier in Europe than yeah, but they, they do in they, Canada. They, and they, in, in Europe, they teach it like more like a classy thing, like when you're having a glass of wine and being sociable, or just having a pint. You know, or you're like whatever. you're at an event, or you're going out for a pint with the buddies. Or, and you can you go know, crazy, whatever. but you yeah. get it, you get it over with a lot sooner. Yeah. You don't need to get completely obliterated, and they just yeah. Do I think it here it's less about the age of consumption and more about the Puritan hide it mentality. Like that's the bigger yeah. difference. Yeah. Like there is kind of just a part of culture. And yeah, people go off the deep end. Yeah, there's drunkards and stuff like that. That that does happen. Alcoholism mm-hmm. is a problem. Yeah. But there isn't like this like mentality of, oh man, I can't wait till parents aren't looking and I can like go yeah. get drunk. Oh, that, that was. <clears throat> right? Like, cause like it was hidden. It was a taboo thing. And when things are taboo, they turn more attractive. Everybody yeah. wants to do the naughties. Yeah. That's Everybody. Why, that's why when my son, he's like, dad, can I have a beer? I'm like, he's 11, 10 at the time. I'm like, yep. And, I'm like, and he goes and you grabs a beer. You said that you give your kid Hold a on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's legal as long as your parents are supervising and all that hey, stuff. Hey, I'm you're, wor- you're worried about hold on. on me. Daddy, I had some of your gummy bears and I feel funny. <laughs> 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 all right, so I said how, you, so he grabbed a beer. And I'm like, you know, open it? And he cracked it. And I'm like, you gonna drink it? He's like, no. I'm like, didn't think so. <laughs> Grab it. Because they call his bluff. He's like, Even if he did have a sip, he's not going to like it. Oh, no. Not I'm, at all. I'm good. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It, it's beer. It's whiskey. Like, he's not going to. As long as it's not that shitty, fruity, like, smeared off ice bullshit that some people drink. Yeah. It, we're, see, like, we're you, looking at you, Carissa. See, you know, you know what <laughs> was really listening. cool though. You remember like those uh, .5 beers, like the yeah, yeah, the coolers. So whenever, wine like coolers. in this, it, yeah, no, not the wine coolers, like the beers, like the oh, yeah. the O'Doyles. Yeah, and the, near, oh, the O'Doyles rule. Yeah, O'Doyles. Sorry. <laughs> so back when we were younger, me and my brother always wanted to have beers with my dad and stuff. When he like Sunday yeah, yeah. or Saturday or whatever, so my dad would go get us all these non-alcoholic beers, and then we'd yeah. sit on the deck or whatever in the backyard and yeah. drink the non-alcoholic beers to be sociable, right? Like, yeah. So, but I mean, we still turned out to be alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do what Brad did. Brad, yeah. Brad you tried. We respect <laughs> the effort. Yeah, you just went the wrong way. You just got their taste buds used to it. So when real beer came along, it wasn't that much of a stretch. Oh wow. <laughs> there were there was a lot of other things too. My dad ended up birthing legends. So you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. Unfortunately, now we got to kick you out, brother. Uh, yeah, so, Devin, cool. I would like to give you the opportunity to um, uh, give the last word on this one. <laughs> I don't know. Last word? 
Yeah. Jeez. To de- to him before get- you've made him look bad for far too long. I'm chucking you right under the bus. Right under the bus. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just want to say, Travis, you terrify me, and I'm sorry for everything. <laughs> oh, we do love uh, you. Uh, you're lucky I learned to turn the other cheek. You're so fucking, many cheeks. So many cheeks. You've got four to speak of. I'm probably on three. <laughs> All right. We love you. We'll talk yeah. to you guys you later. Okay. Uh, number five. Another two to go yet. <laughs> oh, what is going on? All right. We are recording already. And I realize uh, there's. There are things we do want to talk about. All right. Oh, yeah. Before getting too started, we got Andy back. You will remember Andy from the So You Want to Ride episode. And right. uh, you started riding. I did. Yeah. I bought a bike. I bought a, I bought a beginner bike, uh, I think. <laughs> oh, no. You got a beginner, yeah. beginner bike. Trust me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no yeah, offense right. to your bike, but it's a great beginner bike. Yeah, so. it is. It really is. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. What did you uh, end up going with for the audience who doesn't know? So it's a uh, it's a Honda Shadow Phantom. Yeah, the Phantom. Um, very important. Yeah, because not all shadows are created equal. <laughs> the, yeah, that's, the, yours is a, is a very nice looking bike. It like is I, nice. Looking. I, I yeah. think yes. it's very it's cool. Nice. Yeah. Not all shadows look cool. If you're not no. beside, you know, a really nice looking, you know, Harley. <laughs> so as long as you don't compare you it to other motorcycles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I'm then I'm quite happy with it. Yes. But no. no the, anyways, I I am quite happy with it. It's been really fun uh, riding all summer. Did our conversation did our conversation help at all? Like I Absolutely. the thing is we've had that conversation many times, but I don't know how much people actually listen to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it just got me excited. You know, any kind of conversation talking about bikes or whatever yeah. it was it was exciting, and and uh, ever since then, you know, I was on a on the hunt. So what? I don't think I asked this at the time, or at least I don't remember. What was it about? What what, what sparked your interest to actually want to ride a motorcycle? Well, well. i've always kind of been interested in that and you know i would just with personal experiences uh you know um i don't know how much i can share but not being married anymore you know is just yeah okay so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna get a bike yeah (laughs) yeah i want a bike (laughs) wife's not there to tell me no i'm gonna (laughs) yeah I'll, i'll do it yeah no for sure and so uh um, so that was a, a bit, that was a bit of a deterrent for you at the time was it, was her kick, kicking back against it at the yeah so yeah for sure uh, was it was it of, fear driving yeah. it do you think I, yeah I think so yeah yeah I mean uh, I think it's a it, it's a healthy fear <clears throat> I I, I, oh, I remember I remember you saying you know you should have life insurance you know <laughs> to, to ride a bike I, I stand by that <laughs> if if you have a wife and children yeah. or even children have life insurance yeah, that is right. i stand with that that's yeah. how i ride like an asshole is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is knowing that i'm a wing and a prayer guy myself you are you yeah. have a lot more faith than i do though in yeah. many ways <laughs> <laughs> so i mean yeah and and still like there's always this little bit of fear especially after you hear you know Multiple. you hear the no news of someone just you yeah know, another per, another person that whatever, you, know, you know goes you, down and, and pays the price for it yeah yeah, yeah. and so <clears throat> just being 
very aware of of people around me you know, yeah uh when i'm riding um still a beginner but uh hey it's coming yeah i i feel confident now yeah uh, i can say um I'm probably ready for a big one now. Booyah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You you had a good season. You I rode did, with yeah. us, and yeah. you did as good as you can on that bike, yeah. simply I, because of power-wise. Like I, you I would remember have the first time I felt real torque after I got, like, a big bike after being on, like, my beginner one. I was like, oh, yeah. 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 I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, it was like the first time I hopped on a bike all over again. It was so neat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, I don't have anything to compare with. But this bike does seem like it has some juice. Like it. it oh yeah, it does. But, it's but a seven fifty. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. It's, but it doesn't have a whole sorry, lot of speed. Sorry, I I, 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 I made a dramatic jump on my very first bike. <laughs> so I went from a five hundred to a thirteen hundred, and I rode a seven fifty in between that for like transporting yeah. it from Old Fort to Fort St. John, and it wasn't. I was like, oh, oh <laughs> something's wrong with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But again, like this is my experience. I didn't yeah. have a fair comparison. But a 750 is, yeah, again, better than a but 500. But it still goes. It goes on the highway. You, yep. you can pass vehicles. Like if, yep. like any yep. normal stand on the road, if you're going to like hit it from the red light, you're going to smoke it. Oh, yeah. Right? right. Like it's, it's right. you know, yeah. it's it's quick. It's nimble. It's light. Oh, that's, yeah, that's it's one light, of the things. Yeah. Well balanced. Yeah. One of the things I love about Honda is their V-Twins. Their flat sixes, all of them, minus the Goldwing, are not top heavy. And the only reason right. they're top heavy, the Goldwing is top heavy, is because it's got so much shit on it. Yeah, There's right. nothing to, like, it Trunks is very stuff. well balanced oh, for yeah. a cruiser or for a touring motorcycle. Right. I rode yeah. my dad's, like, a CVO, like, ultra classic, like the, the Harley, the Harley touring bike. Yeah. I almost dropped it the second I hopped on oh, just really? just because of the weight of like touring oh. box the fairing the like it, it was yeah, so yeah. top heavy it was yeah. crazy but that's, that's that is biggest fear that is yeah. just touring bikes in general because yes. they have all the luggage above the right. center of gravity I right. did I did drop it uh Clix's bike the first time I rode it in Jasper so oh, I rode yeah, all the, the way to Jasper the and Yamaha touring bike the Yamaha Venture and it was so it's the old one too not the new one the new one's better balanced but not much and this thing is so freaking heavy and I was like starting to put it over I'm like oh I'm just gonna lean it this way to get it on the kickstand and there it goes <laughs> <laughs> and I was just so sore from riding my bike all day because it's not made like those big touring bikes. And I my my ass hurt. My ass hurt. And so they're like, you want to go for a ride? Not for like, the normal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> as normal as riding a motorcycle for eight hours, nine hours can yeah. be. And uh, they're like, you want to go for a ride? I'm like, yes and no. Yeah, I want to. But my ass hurts so much. I want to spend time with people. And so Clix is like, hey. Just use my bike. I'll ride yours. It's fine. And I'm like, oh, really? You do that? He's like, yeah, sure. And then I dropped it. <laughs> and he's like, he watched me do it and he laughed the whole oh, time. Man. He knew exactly what he, he's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's, yeah. I knew you'd do that. It was funny. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of the, the adventure bikes? Adventure? Like, you, oh, I want one. I want one. Yeah. I yeah. do. I, but I, yeah, I, I want to hit the Arctic with Devin. Like, that is a goal to do yeah. the Arctic Ocean, to go just straight north in June and... Well, even that, like, even, like, going to Tumbler Ridge and ride to the top of Bull Moose on a motorcycle would be sick. Yeah. You know, like, right. the ability to do that sort of thing. So, yeah, the adventure bikes in general are not my style aesthetically. Right, right. But there are a couple now that I'm like... Yeah. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. but it's, I would I would always <clears throat> have to have one as a secondary. 
Yeah, it would never replace the the beat up chopper or cruiser or bagger in in the garage for doing you know for, for kind of having that around for having for... that that club style badass you know kind of kind of yeah. vibe sort of thing because yeah, they yeah. do look nerdy yeah. they look yeah. like you have right. a pocket protector yes. for your pants <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way of putting it <laughs> right like oh. they're trying to make them look sexier now and they're having success but there's only so much success you can have yeah still a pen well, protector <laughs> you need about four bikes right I mean, yeah. adventure. Like, uh, how many pairs of underwear do you have for uh, for uh, <laughs> a week? You need that many bikes. <laughs> Dirt bike. Uh, you, you need, know. yeah, something. You, you need all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and something fast and stupid, or just bombing around like a bobber, mm-hmm. like to go from bar to bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The thing is with these with with these uh, adventure bikes now, for the most part, they can fill the role of one being a touring machine two being an off-road machine and three being a crotch rocket. Like they're so fast. They're 100 really? horsepower. Well, n- at minimum. They're detuned to 100 horsepower. <clears throat> really? Yeah, yeah. Do they keep the high torque up, right? So they- So are they know. heavy? They must be heavy then. They Definitely can no. be. Yeah, they're, it's, they're heavy and they're really tall because they need the suspension right. and they also need to be narrow in order to get through things. So- you know, you, you have a trade-off, yeah. right? You don't have right. that. You don't have the low center of gravity, sort of fat bottom end sort of yep. look, or or just feeling, right? So the it'll be different than right. than riding right. your bike. Yeah, it'll be heavier, feel heavier yeah. for the most part because it's, it's like, all top it's, heavy. It's almost like riding a really heavy dirt bike or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's like riding a giant dirt bike, but also a giant dirt bike that has a CBR engine in it. <laughs> right. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, if if you get the the big, the big KTM, yeah, tour, uh, uh, adventure bike, the one twenty. They yeah, make the, a one twenty KTM, the one twenty ninety, like so. It's almost thirteen hundred CCs. Okay. Oh, sorry, I was thinking one twenty C, like cubic inch. No, no, I'm uh, like, CCs. holy crap. <laughs> okay, that All thing, right. that thing makes a hundred and ten foot pounds of torque. So that would be on a thirteen hundred cc, nearly thirteen hundred cc. Yeah, yeah. So that would be that's almost really that'd be almost as much as an as a Harley right now, as far as yeah. torque. And but then half the A hundred and sixty horsepower bone stock. So for our for our nineteen nineties like CBR nine hundred RR, which was the racing bike, yeah, of the late nineteen nineteens, it only makes hundred and twenty horsepower. Just yeah. to give you a comparison. <sighs> I know because I got that one of two sixty five <clears throat> allegedly. Yeah, so you're gotta say you're it. talking another jump in power that's like almost fifty percent. Yeah, plus the torque of a Harley, and yeah. it'll lean over like like a sport bike will. So you can ride that thing like you could ride it like any racing bike, as well as ride it up a mountain. Like the engineering is fucking bananas. That's cool. It's like a rocket ship compared to playing with sticks and a bicycle. (laughs) Well, you just feel like everyone else is in the stone age and you're just, you're like, oh, I've I've got microchips. Like our bikes are basically, you're trying to make a a bicycle go by banging rocks against gasoline (laughs) in comparison. It's insane. The engineering aspect. Yeah. Yeah, No, I I hear that. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. They're pretty neat. You need four bikes. A guy yeah. needs four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm interested in the Triumph Scrambler 1200 right now. Like I keep seeing it, and when I go to GP, I see it in the mall there. One of the stores there has yeah. one, and I keep seeing it. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a cool little what bike. What is that? It is. What so is it's it? it's a uh, it's an adventure bike minus all the fairings and luggage and stuff okay. like that. So it it looks more like a more like a like a British like street bike. 
Okay. Or sorry, like yeah. a British kind of cruiser street bike. Right. But it's got the suspension, the chassis, and the tires and all that stuff of an adventure bike. Right. So right. it doesn't look like a pocket protector machine, right. but it will also do all the stuff that the pocket protector bike will do. Pocket. I got a picture for him. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Right there. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the like best a, part about this podcast. Ooh, when you have guests, I can look stuff up while you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I, I am Jamie. <laughs> and so you, then you be Jamie. It looks like, that's a, like it, a, it's a, it's like a retro style. Hey, yeah. or at like least it's, that it's one. a very it's, attractive a looking nice. bike. And it is every bit the adventure bike that like the BMWs and, and everything like that are. That's yeah. nice. It's a two cylinder, right? Uh, parallel, parallel. Yeah. It's a, it's a parallel twin. Yeah. Parallel twin. That's what I was thinking that. And so it's just got two little headers on the front, and it, just, it looks very, it looks cool. Light? Probably light. Oh, hey, like, probably super light. Yeah. It, it's lighter than any of my bikes. Yeah. yeah. And like you've got that. a very nimble, your 1400 is hyper nimble, <coughs> your little uh, intruder. Mm-hmm. I, I love that little it's bike. It's like that thing there would be, like, I would feel totally confident at showing up at a Hells Angels poker run on that motorcycle. Oh, you get you get attention. They'd right? be like, oh, I got I to gotta talk to this guy. Yeah, but they wouldn't be like, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but at the same time, that's something that I'm like, okay, put a windshield on it and some soft bags and I'd be able to go to the you know, top of a Tumblr Ridge mountain. Yeah. 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 Speaking of poker run, I, we went on that uh, poker run. Yeah. You guys uh, had yeah, a good time. Oh yeah. That, yeah, was, that, that was, was like fun. right at the front that end of the season yeah, too, yeah. right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I was inter- it, was, it was super fun. Yeah. It was something to get used to, right? I'd never. Oh, pack I ride. I barely even ro- uh, rode. And then yeah, we threw your on and go <laughs> a pack ride. Know, how, how many guys are there? Like, wow! It was, oh, it was like sixty. There was, there was like sixty some up. No, there was more than I think. There was sixty people. But yeah, that's fun. Not that's sixty fun. bikes, but it was 60 it was people. well attended for something in Fort St. John. Like it was yeah. very well attended. Yeah. yeah. So is that kind of normal where you you only have the cruisers like? Uh, I yeah, because like only there's had various sport or something. Because I th- I think the rest of there's no offense. I don't want to offense the other motorcycle cultures. We've been offensive are, all night. Just yes, <laughs> let but I love motorcycle people. But there is something isolationist about the adventure riders and the sport bike riders, where they right. you're very much on your I'm on my own page. I'm a lone wolf. Not literal, right? But they have this idea of I'm I'm out for a ride for me. Where cruiser people, they're very communally driven right. with the way that they do it, with the way they conduct themselves. Because when a when a cruiser rider goes down, everyone feels it. Where if an isolate, if a uh, sport bike rider goes down, it's like, oh, well, he's probably riding like a crazy person, like I'm going to do. And so it's, there's less compassion to a certain degree, uh, but right. Yeah, I think with the cruiser, the cruiser culture, it's very mm. much of we're in this together. We don't agree with everybody because you can't. <clears throat> Some people ride slowly across the Taylor Bridge, and then there's idiots like me who go no hands, <laughs> just <laughs> just to prove a point. And uh, so, yeah. y- at some degree, we have our isolationists, <clears throat> but not to the same extent as adventure and sport bike riders. Yeah. So you're yeah. gonna see that community. In my opinion, am I wrong? Not really, no. No. I was <laughs> <laughs> and and again, not trying to hurt feelings or call anybody out, but yeah, they're well, there's a, a there's a yeah. different there's almost like a different person that each of the bikes kind of attract, right? Because mm. like even like say adventure bikes, they very much attract people who want to go off the beaten path, right? Mm-hmm. And go at their own pace. Yeah, they they wanna, don't care about speeding. They want to go at their own pace. They want to go off the beaten path. 
And also, like, off the beaten path, there's no eyeballs. Yeah. Right? Like, they want something that is function over form. Because right. they don't care about who's there to see because only buddies that are going to see them when they're in the bush is deer. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah, that's right. You, you, don't, right. you don't have the... You don't have the the style culture that, you know, like cruisers have. Yeah. So, right. Like they're just, they're off on their own. They don't care who's seeing them. So like the dress is different. The bikes look different. Like the styling of everything is different because it's all driven over function over form. Right. So you get amazingly produced machines and people that are interested in technicality. Right. That want to get them. With cruisers... Technically, they suck. I love them, but let's be honest, they suck. They're like, not. Yeah, they they have so many CCs, and they don't put out the same level of horsepower as these highly yeah. technological bikes that what, yeah. can go anywhere. I'm always amazed how you know, you like I said, like I look at I've a never rode in a sport, right? I, I've never yeah. been on a sport, but you know, going like crazy speeds. Right, and you go. <laughs> you're on my bike. You know, the engine is as big as theirs, or bigger than some of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it and struggles I, I to, struggle to do to 130. Go 130 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking to Scott earlier today, and he's got a uh, it was a single cylinder. Yeah, a learner bike. A learner bike. It's a great bike. Not, but not he was saying it. he's like it tops out at 130 on the highway. I cannot get it to go like a kilometer yeah. faster. No. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. But yeah, it's got a 650 engine in it. If you get a 650 sport bike oh you're flying you're you're, you're still 180 but like like you're you're, you know you would kill on a roast and on a racetrack right like yeah they're just insanely fast yeah but they're yeah they're just they're not technically good but at the things that they do do well they do very well and that's it's it's a feeling more than anything it's a vibe so it attracts people that aren't looking for world beating performance it's attracting people that are looking for are looking for people to I, I look at them, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's look a, at me, look how blah, cool blah, blah, this blah, thing blah, blah, is, blah. look how yeah. awesome it sounds. Yeah. It's, and I mean, that may sound like I'm trying to rip on cruiser people. No, we're, we not. are cruiser people. We are communally <laughs> driven, right? Like, yeah. We are cruiser people. Yeah. Like, I want people is, to like my right? bike. I, oh, we all get to man. ride, we all ride together, and there's even a, across the various bikes, there is performance difference, but not enough that you can't ride with one another. Yeah. Now, right. I'll, I'll right. say something. I'm sure you guys know. How do you feel when somebody comes up to you? How do they go out of their way and be like, hey, man, cool bike? Yeah. You get that? Like, you oh, get it feels that. feels great. Oh, I yeah. love it. That's my like favorite a, feeling. Man, crazy I dopamine hit. Yeah, I know. I that's what I'm saying. I, I, they bike. don't know. They don't know that it's <laughs> yeah. a 750. <laughs> yeah. They just see yeah. a V twin. They just see a motorcycle. Yeah. They see it's clean, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. Yeah. They don't care about that. But you get that. I hate getting it because it really puffs you up. Because you're like, thanks. I like it. <laughs> I found out the hack. The hack <laughs> to get more of it. <laughs> <laughs> you put a Harley badge on the side? What? No, no, no. It's the it's the Simpson helmet. Oh, really? If you are parked somewhere wearing a Simpson helmet with a tinted yeah. visor, like yeah. it's like that particular. So helmet, they can't they can't see you. Th- they can't see you. It adds a level of mystery to it. You know, you're sitting there. Hey, you're, man, your vest, I got three quarter chrome. No, you know, no sleeves. You're sitting there. You got your like your your sweet looking lid on. Anonymity. And they look. They don't say, "Hey, cool helmet." They say. Dude, nice bike. For whatever reason, that the vibe that you bring to it makes <laughs> yeah. your bike look better. Yeah. I never got as many compliments on my bike, quote unquote, 
as I did once I start wearing Simpson helmets. Nice. I don't. How I much, don't know what how to say. How much is a Simpson helmet? <laughs> oh, dude! Come on! How much is a Simpson helmet? I paid, I paid three hundred for mine. Now, yeah. now, it's like six hundred for the same lid. Six hundred. It have, it has doubled in price since I bought mine. They're getting fairly popular. Though. They're a cool looking lid. Yeah, they are. They are yeah. great. Yeah. I I've wanted one for a while, and I, I wish I would have picked one up. Yeah, like my helmet is to the point where it's like its its innards are just worn. Like I'm <laughs> I'm due for a new helmet. Yeah, and I went to go look to replace it here this fall. <laughs> oh, oh man, <laughs> I don't have the nut for, to pull the trigger on that right now. I'm gonna. Yeah, but I'm, they're I'm, practical too, aren't they? Like, oh yeah, uh, a little yeah. more than the yeah uh, full, full any anything full face yeah. is actually far more yeah. practical than a have a skid lid three quarter whatever full face Simpson helmet. Right. Uh, they're great. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, Devin, we got like five minutes left with them. Did you want to bring up the topic or just keep going? What we're going with because oh, you had something you wanted to talk that's about. That's going to be a whole other thing. All right, next oh. time we have you on, we want to talk about the protest and shit that you went to. Yeah, I know you've been. The been, thing is, I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> he went to the yeah, trucker protest sure. in Ottawa, so we'll just do a teaser on that. Well, simultaneously, nice. yeah. sometimes I I imagine you get sick of talking about it because that's like oh that's all everyone wants to talk about. Where you we, know, I love motorcycles. You know I yeah yeah like uh, I, I don't know if sick I I don't think I get sick of talking. Is that the about wrong it. word? It's, it, it, you know when when we were in Ottawa, you know it was it was just overwhelming. You know, and after that after Ottawa, it was like. Man, I don't need. I need a break. This yeah. is, you know, I just want to, just want to cool, you know, and not talk about that for a bit. But, okay. uh, but nowadays, no, I love talking about it. That's um, good. It's it's all of a sudden getting fired up again. Well, uh, and we now a, everybody is having the the court dates, the consequences right. from it are that's coming right. back. Uh, my, so it's my buddy Bernie. He's uh, he's going to court here. In December, uh, I'm hoping to be in in Ottawa for him there. Okay, so he's uh, going to go back to Ottawa for yeah, for court. For court, yeah. yeah. I wish I could say and I got friends there that can give you places to stay. Oh, but yeah. I, I do technically, but at the same time, uh, I hate making those calls of, hey, man, haven't talked in like 10 years. Yeah, How's yeah. it going? Can my friends yeah. stay at your place? <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we we have lots of friends there. That's so, good. Yeah, we, we there's there's some great people there. So yeah, uh, lots of connections. That's but, awesome. Uh, it'll be a fun time. And uh, and you made some friends at the biker church there too. Yeah, now right. you get to go that's back right. and actually say, "Hey, yeah, I ride now." That's right. That's right. Yeah, really cool church there. Um, uh, there, yeah, just uh, it just reminds me of uh, you know uh, of you guys and bikers and yeah. That yeah, there's a type. There's a type. There is a type. There. I did have a buddy call me up a while, a long time ago, and he's like, "Hey, Mike, I just rode from this place to this place, and it was a, it was a substantial amount of distance." And he's like, "Am I a biker yet?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> and he's like, "What do I got to do?" I'm like, "Not ask." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's step one. Well, that's good. Step one. You'll know. You'll yeah. know when you get there. Yeah. Once you get there, you're like, oh. So angry, yeah, nice. <laughs> or happy. I don't know. It's a little of both. <laughs> we should have a okay, we should have a talk at some point about how being a biker mirrors uh, the ascetic life of of personal suffering. 
Oh. Uh, Growth through suffering. Growth through suffering. Well, uh, we always said you're not a biker unless you ride in the rain. So it is that that idea of- Hey, I've done that already. I know. I know. (laughs) Real biker. (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkling. There was this guy where he's like, I I don't ride. I want to go meet the guy, but it's raining. I'm like, you're not a biker if you don't ride in the rain. (laughs) Like that was it. And- since then, the guy rides in anything, oh, anything really? and everything. He rides. He just took a little bit of shame. Oh, it, <laughs> a shame goes a long way. <laughs> a little bit of shame really does. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Shame is awesome. I was actually going. I was coming from uh, from well, your buddies now, uh, Kevin from Kevin Unscripted. Yeah, yeah. I was coming from his house there and, and going down the Taylor Taylor Hill. It started raining. So. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a nerve. That's a nerving a hill when you're a new out. rider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, driving. It was first time driving in the rain, going downhill. You know. With that being downhill. said, me and Travis, yeah. who was on right before you, um, him and I did a fist bump down that hill in the downpour. <laughs> <laughs> like it was pouring rain. We we're coming back. I think it was 2016, maybe 2000. No, it would have been 2015 if not 14. Uh, and we were riding back from Dawson Creek. We went there for a ride and downpour horribly really? wet and he looks over at me and he puts his fist out and I'm like it's, it's downpouring we're on the Taylor Hill the South Taylor Hill yeah yep <laughs> it's like he says reigning fist bumping champions cause he's a he's a nerd he really is a nerd <laughs> is, is it I always thought it'd be amazing you know in a, like a really warm rain yeah just pouring rain Right, it is warm weather, yeah, and you're just yeah, and you're riding through. I remember the first time I was raining through the exact or riding through exactly that kind of rain you're talking about, and I just I just started laughing uncontrollably, like it was such a joyous experience. Like that that was still is one of my highlights of my first few years of riding was that first really warm downpour. That's so cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I remember um, <laughs> one of the guys we used to ride with way back in the day, we told, we told him the same thing. He's like, hey, it looks like it's going to rain. And we're like, raining build character. This guy was a character. <laughs> he didn't need help. And yeah. It, oh, because we, yeah, we had a little prayer before we, were, we we left. And for whatever reason, I decided not to pray against the rain. I decided to pray for rain. Oh, did you? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, I don't remember bring that. the rain in order to teach this man some character. <laughs> I, th- I was saying it to, to mess with him, but it happened, and that pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So uh, now that you've been riding a while, you were talking about an adventure bike. What's uh, what's uh, on the uh, what's on the horizon? What kind of bike are you looking at? It would probably be a cruiser. Uh, Anything in particular, like, or just a, a bigger cruiser uh, with a, a little more torque? Bigger one. Not a. I you don't know. Don't, don't a have a name. More, not a brand or nothing. A little sexier one, maybe. Yeah. You know, something. Something a little nicer. I don't really have a brand. No. But yeah. You know, it is more fun that way. It, it is, is more fun to just be open to yeah. what. Yeah. T- to the right thing that comes at the right time, and yeah. just be like, "Frick yeah!" And then ride yeah. the ride the wheels For off sure. of it. It's just yeah, it's just sure. a better headspace to be, and then be yeah obsessed with brand. I, yeah. I, you know, and there's like the Indians and the, you know. I love the Indian. The Indian Scout is 1100 cc's, 100 horsepower. There's no motor. 
well, there is a motor, but there's like there's nothing. No, there's extra. no bike there. It's just it's just yeah. engine. It's just engine wheels. frame, right. like a couple right. fenders, and they can, can be so cool. You throw a small little yeah. set of T bars on it, or uh, you can do almost anything with them. You can just get creative. And then there's the uh, Indian Chieftain Sport, which is a lot like the Lowrider ST. Mm. But with less on it, which right. I'd love to try that one. I don't mean lower. I don't mean to out you here, but do you have your license yet? I, I have my learners. Learners, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you. I, I okay. don't know if I'm going to bust myself, if, but uh, if yeah, you I get would, your license maybe here, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> no, you're fine. Well, I'm Nobody. Just saying, I'm just saying when when you get your your license license, we need to go to a bike days and just ride a whole bunch of different if, machines. Yeah. Work yeah, on getting sure. your license. Like really book it in. Get as much yep. as you can done before June. June. In Grand Prairie, they do a Harley demo days. You get to oh, ride yeah. out the the new uh, night. You get yeah, you get to ride all their the new, all their new ride. line. And nice. you've been riding enough. You, we've seen you ride. Right. You're not going to go right. crazy like Devin and I try to do on those rides, <laughs> and try whatever bike you want. I got to try so many great motorcycles. If on corporate the saw you and yeah. I, hundred percent, they would kick us off the ride. Oh yeah, they wouldn't let us. But the guys who run it are actually very very good. They're like yeah, they're riding That'd their bikes on it. Yeah, they do this really stupid thing though last time where they were like rev your motors and i'm like this is stock exhaust shut the fuck up <laughs> it just sounded like a louder sewing machine than normal <laughs> <laughs> and, but the thing is they're on their actual bikes so these are bikers right with like proper pipes and all that i'm like right oh you're making me feel stupid <laughs> so yeah get your license yeah. so you can do that kind of thing and, yeah for sure and it's free it's, yeah. it's easy and uh, yeah. You get to learn what kind of bike you like. And if you make a day of it, like Devin and I did last year, regrettably, of course, uh, listen to the episode about uh, demo days at Harley. I don't remember what we called that one. I don't remember either, man. But but we got to wrap it up. We're got to move to the next next guest. Yeah, I was hesitating because uh, he was ETA five minutes, but that was five minutes ago, so we're good. So, uh, Andy, <laughs> thank you so much for coming hey, on. for sure. Uh, we got to have you on again soon, and we're yeah, actually going absolutely. to be having Kevin on because nice. – um, we're not done. We had a great conversation with him. Check out at Kevin Unscripted. Uh, Again, by the time this airs, that's going to be out. So if you want to go to the Kevin Unscripted podcast, you can see our faces even. It's all yeah. video. Right. Yeah, so, I, uh, I seen a little clip of you guys. Yeah. I thought, hey, yeah. finally, hey, they got together. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually thanks to you, by the way. Like, yeah, there, right. yeah. like I didn't know that he reached out like we were talking earlier. We didn't get the messages. Something didn't go through. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't want to feel like we was dodging him. Well, simultaneously... We made it happen, and we're not done our conversation with him. Yeah. There's yeah, we going got, to be we got many to come. Like two two hours and change with him, and then we're like, we have like a couple different topics that we haven't even got to. Right? Yet, so. Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited to listen to it. That yeah. was a good one. So, um, yeah, yeah, thank you good. for coming on. Thanks for the connection, hey, and an looking forward to actually talking about the protest and a little bit of what you went Absolutely. through there. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, cool. Man. God bless. Thanks, guys. We're back. This is a hundredth episode celebration, and uh, if you're in this deep, you know what we're all about here, and that is revisiting our blue collar philosophers family, all the people that have been on the podcast and, and been a part of this. We're so grateful, and we have back on reigning champion of of the podcast. Shh, 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 just listen, just listen, listen. Oh yeah, I, I joined you on that one. <laughs> that was a double <laughs> in chorus, baby, in chorus. It is William David Smith. Cheers, brother. I I tried to convince the 
the OG David Smith to come on, but he has his grandkids right now, so he's not going anywhere. Uh, we tried. Gotcha, we had gotcha. questions and everything. He has like three days here, and he's like, I'm not leaving. He's like, I don't even care about you kids. I'm here for the grandkids. Screw you guys. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? Fair enough. <laughs> I, it's fair enough. But my niece and nephew are pretty adorable. I, are I they? get it. I get it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Nieces, and, I don't know what it is about being an uncle, but it's a lot easier than being a dad. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can, I can like take on all the responsibility of dealing with, with kids for like four hours and then I give them back to their parents. Oh yeah. Here's some sugar. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. Like it could be rough. Like it could be, I, I could have like a real breakdown with the kid or, or something like that, but it doesn't matter because I know the clock's ticking. My shift's over in a little bit. Like I'm done. I can clock out, man. Yeah, cross shift's coming. Uh, all right. So I was going to mention it, and Devin cut me off real quick. Uh, Devin had questions for your dad, and we were really uh, hoping to get him okay. because Devin had questions. He's like, I need to know things. You should ask them to me, or some of them at least, and I'll see if I can answer them. And then he can listen to this and get mad at me later. <laughs> Perfect. Did you get, get, throw a few of them at me at least. What, what the fuck did you do with Will? What did you do? <laughs> he could have been normal. Where did you go wrong? <laughs> This is all your fault. What did, what did he eat as a child? What, what brand of fertilizer did he get into? Uh, I'm pretty sure my parents would ask the same questions, but they know. They'd be like, anything that said smart eating, which was margarine. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So if anybody doesn't remember, I think we brought this up on like the first one we did with you, but you actually have a... Uh, had or have I have I don't know if you had it's on hiatus right now on hiatus okay I figured mm. but yeah you had a YouTube podcast mm-hmm. with your dad yeah where the two of you like talked you know the opposite side of progressive conservative spectrum yep. issues and stuff a lot of the like time that. yeah usually with like topical news stories and whatnot but mm-hmm. yeah because we do have very very differing opinions very much like when I come on here like we disagree on almost everything we almost talk about almost everything yeah and that's kind of half the fun of it yeah. really. I, I, I hate to say, but we kind of bloated you up on the f- earlier ones where people were, oh, they, they may have had issue with something you said mm-hmm. because not everyone agrees with you. Oh, yeah. Great. Just, Justin thinks you're totally full of shit. Oh, probably. <laughs> on what topic? There's so many of them. I know. No, he, I, I think he just struggles to think that you've changed from the young the man will that, that he, he remembers knew way Ooh, back yeah. in the day, right? And that's kind of, the, that's kind of an interesting thing because it has been... Ooh. Excuse me. Over a decade, I think, since he's seen me. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I know Will. I know his dad. He's like, I don't buy the whole progressive thing. You are who you are. (laughs) (laughs) And we love Justin. We don't have to agree with him. Well, simultaneously, we don't agree with you either. So, and it's like Ontario changes a fellow. Apparently, yeah, it makes (laughs) no. I don't blame Ontario exclusively. I do. I do. I'm a Toronto fan, and I'm still tainted because of that. I don't think it was like Ontario specifically, but it was definitely getting out of Fort St. John and getting direct interaction and experience with people from very different walks of life than I would normally experience in Fort St. John. Yeah. Well, I grew up around that. Mm. That's the thing. I I came to Fort St. John to realize that the half of those people are full of shit. Where you came from Fort St. John. To realize half of us are full of shit. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's different. Like, I'm like, oh. There's probably something to be said with like the kind of grass is always greener idea where going somewhere else and seeing something different because it's different suddenly seems newer and better and more magical. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I still, I still hold on to a lot of the, a lot of the, the trappings of the person that I used to be. I mean, I still dress generally the same. I still 
You haven't changed anything in that Not way. Not really, like, yeah. no. My general lifestyle hasn't changed Just realize much. you're wearing a Canadian tuxedo. I am wearing a Canadian <laughs> tuxedo. You better believe <laughs> it, baby. Just realized. I have, very, I have very my, denim. I have, <laughs> I have my red puff vest outside, so like a Walmart Marty McFly. <laughs> if, he, if he ate an entire Burger King. But yeah, so it's... So you didn't lose that. You just... No. And like my, my general lifestyle hasn't changed much. I still crack very out-of-pocket jokes within a closed circle of friends that it yes. never leaves. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, I do that too, but my yeah. circles. But yeah, like you can be as a person, the same person you used mm-hmm. to be. You're not a different personality. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, people, they, they take on more. They have more experiences. They have things that maybe alter a degree to life of, you know, either belief or ideals or mm-hmm. things like that. But that happens. But you fundamentally aren't a different person. No. I mean, it was mostly just in my, my political <laughs> and kind of, social ideals they changed how i how i look at the world in a larger sense definitely changed how i look at you know i still see bad things they still make me angry but my my understanding of how those bad things come to be whether that be you know uh excuse me economic inequality or something like that my ideas for why those exist are very different now than what they used to be but the idea that i still hate wealth inequality very much the same and has always been the same I just have a different culprit now, in my head at least. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing we disagree with. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't believe in so much wealth inequality as uh, distribution inequality. Well, not not so much di- distribution inequality uh, inefficiency, where we have more than enough in this world to feed everybody, but it's a matter of getting it to the people who need it the most, where you could, you could if, if they learn to work. Not not anybody, I mean, but if, if they were capable or even in a geographical beneficial area that allows them to be close enough to something that gets them there. But some people are just born in areas where they don't have that, and it sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not my fault because, oh, I, I make a little bit more money. True. I agree that it's not like anyone's fault directly, especially not like your fault. But, that, but that's, that's the progressive view is that if there is any... Um, any class that is doing less well than another is somebody is a victim and somebody is a benefactor. I mean, I, so I don't know enough directly about the economic situation to use that as an example, but if I can shift ever so slightly over and use, uh, another, another super, um, super well flogged horse to the left of patriarchy. Like I, I don't, I don't see myself doing anything that I would say supports patriarchy necessarily, but I definitely benefit from patriarchy in some areas. In other areas, I think that I, I, I lose because of patriarchy, but I don't, uh, I don't see it. I mean, how, how do you, how do you benefit from patriarchy? How do I benefit? Yeah. I mean, on average, I will get paid more for the same job. Yes, but you're in. The, you're you're working longer hours. You're well, not no, no, having I children. I say for, this, for the same job. I mean, statistically speaking, I'll get paid more for the same job. Yeah, but you stick at the same job for longer. I mean, no. I, I mean, if like, a woman does the exact same job, she's going to make if more or not equal, not, equal or if not more. But not really. Yeah, because there's this idea right now that we need to pay women more to make up for the sins of the past. No, nah, I mean, I, I don't. Show, being, show me a single place that in Fort St. John. Seriously. And I say Fort St. John because I know the area. Uh, They're not making less. There is a standard wage and they can make that, if not more, because they're part of a minority or because of oh, sins see, of the past. In, in places like this, like I'm going to I'm gonna throw my employer under the bus a little bit here. 
he means well by it, but he won't hire women. I get it. So he doesn't even give them the opportunity to make I, the same wage. I he won't do it. I get it. it. Oh, I, see, I do when, the same when thing. I was, when I was trying to hire somebody, I was like looking for women. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like other, other than the fact that the majority of them aren't as good as like lifting drywall. And like, just once a month they're going to be an absolute bitch. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Generally speaking. I had to say it. Generally speaking. My not listening. My oh, experience is that they work geez. smarter and more efficiently. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and that's, for what I do, I would rather that. That's been, that's been the experience. Like when I've seen women on the workplace – in the last while, like anyway, mm-hmm. like it's, I've been very, very impressed. I'd be like, yeah. man, I wish, I wish some of my guys worked as hard as mm-hmm. you do. Like, yeah, but, but, just... but, but as an employer, hypothetically, if they become pregnant, you have to pay for their maternity leave, even mm-hmm. if they're not working. So you are losing money by hiring women. So the very oh. fact that this is not offset by the government, the government's not paying them. Oh, see, I, I take are. it the other direction. I think that we should be paying out mat leave as well. Yeah, no, no, they do. <laughs> they do pay maternity leave is what or I'm sorry, saying. Sorry, sorry, pat, pat leave. I, I, I misspoke. Pat leave. I think the okay. pat leave should be paid out as well. I do think it should be equalized, but not in the sense that nobody should get the leave. I think that both genders should get the yes, leave. Yes, okay. The kids. To what degree? Like for how long? I for have, six months? Do they get, okay, they get a year if it's wife, but if they're going to split it, do they get six months husband, six months wife? Like there needs to be some structure. And at one point, are you going to be like, okay, if I'm going to be doing this, I'm I'm more likely to hire a young single guy who's got an STD than it's just so that he's less likely to procreate or I don't know just something to hire people who are not going to cost me more money and I get that as a business owner because the government's going to push you to pay them for work they're not doing. I mean you don't necessarily like only some businesses have paid mat leave. Mat leave is mostly just ensuring that your job's going to be there when you're done. Is it not? It is the ideal, but most of the time, most of the time People will have the mat leave, and then as soon as their maternity leave is done, they quit because they're like, oh, I already got paid, and I don't want to go back to work. I'd rather be a mom, and they would stop doing it. I know because my wife did it because we planned it that way because we could. (laughs) The government allowed it, so we did it. And I mean, there's an argument to be made maybe that there should be some form of some sort of guarantee that you'll get your employee back after their mat leave or some sort of incentive yeah, but for that's the employee to come back. Like, oh, if, they, if they're going to take mat leave, they have to come back for six months and then they're contractual, uh, contractually I don't obligated know, to stay that's a deep, at a job a they hate and they deep, can mistreat you hole. for six months. I should actually really look into this as a business owner. Yeah, you should. It's I can't I don't believe you didn't think of maternity I've leave when hiring a woman. <laughs> but like, oh, you're welcome. To go back to the whole idea though of like, I, I look at patriarchy as uh, – uh, I or rather, I benefit from patriarchy. I benefit yeah. by just the way the system is by proxy of just I have a penis and look like, like – look masculine. And you're capable of doing far more physical labor than a woman can Not mo- most of the time. Nah, I'm talking I mean, statistically can, you're capable. Yeah, but that – my job right now is less physical. Yes. Let's say the job is moderately physical that any reasonably fit person could do. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily saying that they are inherently going to get paid less, but the opportunity for them to do the job, not that it's a super, like, you know, high, uh, high like, job that everyone wants, but still. Yeah. There are extra barriers in place that exist exclusively because they're women. Or even just socially speaking, like, I am more likely to be believed in inside the justice system mm-hmm. in most cases, not all. What are you talking about most cases? 
just because I'm a guy. Yeah. Well, if you're a guy and you get accused of molesting a child, you're far more likely to be Hence convicted. Why I said even most cases. Well, that's the one that I care about more than anything is being the fact that if I got accused of something, even if it weren't true, that would be the worst thing that I, rape. Same thing. The, yeah, the worst know, possible cases the, are, are, are think negatively on men, and the majority of cases are be like, oh, it'd but be the women. False but false accusation like, rate for or the the, the, the yeah, false there's no positive rate for those is, but there's yeah. no consequence for false accusation. There's way less consequence is people who do it and then people just don't follow up on it. Like, and that, like and that sucks and that's bad and that's horrible. And, and, when I, I, and when I look at the system, I would rather have a 2% failure rate or a 2% false positive rate than, than the alternative, which is that more people get off the hook because they're taken less seriously. Yeah. I'll, I agree I'll, with that. I'll roll those dice. Like those, those are odds that I'm okay but the, the very fact that a woman can accuse a man and feel completely confident that she won't have any repercussions for lying, is because even if it, because hmm. it's not 2%, it's far higher than 2%. And are we going to just- 2% that we can confirm, but there's repercussions. For women like, falsely accusing not, men? Not necessarily directly from the justice system, but she is going to be a social pariah for the rest of her life. Whatever community she's Possibly, in, Possibly. She's Or done. getting crisp high fives because, you know, women get yours because That's that does happen. So rarely. But it's but it's far more public. It does happen. There there's a recent case with a baseball player who this girl was like, oh, I got to get my money from this guy, so she's gonna encourage more violent sex with him, and then accuse him of raping her, and then him getting away, or and then then her getting away with it with the evidence of text messages, and he is no longer able to play professionally for years because he's already lost his prime. He was mm-hmm. at the prime of his play, and then after that, it's like, we got to let you go because yeah. you're not worth a headache. The, no, that, that's, that's ridiculous. And that's bad and all, but I'm I'm okay with that happening if it means that more women feel okay coming forward and yes, accusing actual Yes, but in a lie, but it was a lie. I get that. I get that. No, but, I don't want a woman to be okay oper- with lying. I, I think there should be, be punishment for lying. It's not lying. okay. Like, I'm, yes, I'm not but there's no okay. repercussions. How like yes? If a woman falsely accuses a man, there should be repercussions. That's not fair. not just if, socially, if can, legally. There should be legal repercussions beyond. But it has the to follow the system. same. It has to follow the same requirement of proof. You have to be able mm-hmm. to prove that she actively lied. You can't. It can't be like a she thought it was rape, but it wasn't actually rape thing because then that's not her lying. That's her telling the truth as she saw it. Yes, but no, this was actual okay. lie, and that's okay. And I, I'd be okay. With should, that. I think like, there should be prison time. I honestly do. I don't know what the punishment should be, but I'm saying like I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I want the system to lean towards believing the victim in those situations because we need that extra insulation for the victims to be able to come forward. Otherwise, they're just not going to. Yeah, because they're not going to feel like they'll be heard. Yeah, well, that's why most men don't come forward when they are uh, when Very they so. are assaulted or abused. There's or... where patriarchy hurts men. Yeah. Is because it's the assumption of strength and the assumption exactly. of, and it, it really does. Like I, I just hate this false narrative that all men are privileged. I'm like, no, we have it different. It sucks, but in a different way. It does suck. It does suck. Don't don't, don't get me wrong. There are parts <laughs> of being a man that does suck. But yeah. if I had, if you were to, if if you were to to rewind me back to being a fetus and I was given the choice, I know which one I'd pick. Because I know which one will make my life yeah, a little I, bit easier. I, but no, because you know that. It's the devil you know. Well, yeah, but... Because I, I would love free drinks. But that's just... I would, <laughs> that's yeah, but you wouldn't want like to have to... But you wouldn't want to have to pay for tampons, pads, etc. You wouldn't want to have to deal with the physical... Yeah, 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 hundred like yeah, percent. No, things. I agree. Every I, guy I'm who knows that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very, very grateful. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, my I, I'm glad my penis doesn't paired with the it general is. 
<laughs> the general social uh, standing that we get just by being men. Yeah. We are but, assumed but so many positive things about us that, that just shouldn't. But that's one attribute. There are a lot of things that women have that men don't. It's true. And and but that uh, that's just difference. I don't think it's less than more than. Mm. It's just we're different in this way. And, and see, I think it's I think it's important and okay. We need to recognize it and accept it and just try to treat each other mm. each other the best that we can. And see that's the thing. Like that that throws back to like how I've always thought that men and women are different and get treated different. That hasn't changed from when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But what I think the reasons and causes for it and whether or not I think that societally there's an obligation to change it and do better and how we should change it and do better that's where it changed that's mm-hmm. where i've that's where i've changed a lot in a decade is in those that aspect of the ideals that i have if that makes sense yeah 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 definitely i i, I i'm not saying that things aren't constantly evolving evolving and trying to get better but this idea that it's just oh i'm a I have a penis, so that just makes my life better in every single way. I'm like, no. Not every single way, just, but it just disproportionately. Not not even hyper disproportionately. It's, even if it's not it's hyper disproportionately. It's just a different existence. We, we're different in different ways, and we need each other. I need my wife. I need women in my life to check and balance the way that I think and how I react and how I respond. Because the same way that I respond to Devin in some way, it'd be like, oh, but this is the way I respond with Devin. Like, no, women are different. I need to treat them differently. And it changes my character and allows me to evolve the way that I respond and react to people. Not just Devin or just women or or just my wife, but also women around me. I'm like, I'm not going to say the same jokes that I'll say to my wife, Mm. to other women. That's the thing. Like, I'll say these jokes to my wife, but I'm not going to say them to other women because I'm like, they don't know me. They don't know my heart. They don't know my content. Or my in- intent on them. I'm, I'm so torn in two different directions by that line of thinking because on one hand, I agree, especially when you refer to like how, how your wife is a very integral part of helping you be a more well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I agree that a good partner, gender They just make side, you better. They just make you better. Like yeah. there's, a, there's a comedian, Daniel Sloss, and he, he has this wonderful analogy where he talks about how finding a partner should never be about, you know, finding the pieces that complete your puzzle. That's stupid. That's a recipe for a toxic relationship. Yeah. But finding someone else. dependent. Yeah. But finding Uh your puzzle that's complete (laughs) and their puzzle that's complete. But if you put the puzzles together, you have an even better picture now. Yeah. That's, um, so I get that. I, I always worry. And this is something, cause this was, this was, um, subtly pushed, I think by a lot of the people around me when I was a kid. And I don't think they were doing it intentionally. It's just the way they were raised where they rely on the women in their lives to be the emotional checks for them. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the idea that we're passing off the responsibility for managing and understanding all of our emotions to someone else because they're a woman. I get passing off like, some responsibility on handling and managing your emotions to friends, to loved ones, Mm -hmm. regardless of gender. Like there are times when I can't, I can't process an emotion properly and I'll go to a friend, whether a guy or a girl and be like, hi, this is what I'm experiencing. I'm going to bounce this off of you. Tell me what you think and get Mm -hmm. your take on it. 
well, I've done the same thing with Devin. Like, yeah. I don't need my wife. I'm not saying, like, she doesn't help. But yeah. I've come to Devin and be like, hey, man, I'm fucking angry yeah. about this thing. It's very upsetting me. I'm trying to understand it better. Mm. I'm, I want to know how to respond to this in this way or in a better way. And so, uh, yes, I don't think it should be exclusively on the yeah. wife. And that's the thing. Is, I'm not saying that that's the way you're treating it. Yeah, it's yeah. just that that line of thinking... I worry that it's really easy to get into that idea that, so, okay, cool. Women are the nurturers. They're the emotional ones. We're just going to leave the emotional work to them and we'll do the heavy lifting. And that's the way it is. And I don't, I don't like that line of thinking. I think that guys. Yeah. And that's just simply not true in my experience. Exactly. Like with, with my wife and I, there's elements and things where I definitely bring a more emotional, like mm-hmm. quote unquote, classically feminine aspect like, to our, to our marriage than, many, than she does. How many guys. I mean, maybe this is just me. I'm going to pitch it as, as us and you guys can I can respond. Like how many guys did we know when we were younger, like 19, 20, that got married early and didn't have any idea how to regulate their own emotions, didn't have any clue how to do any of that. And they just assumed that getting married and having a wife that could help with that was going to fix it, uh, was going was to complete You that. ever get that guy that just pops into your brain like, I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what you mean. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my friend, I had, I'm not going to name names and I'm not going to give enough, but he said, when I get married, then I'll be a man. Or uh, when this happens, exactly. then I'll be a man. Like, I will I will be in my, I'll be in my element exactly. when this happens. And, like, but it was a it was a mis, uh, misaligned ideal of, yeah, you think that's what makes you a man. If mm-hmm. you do that, you're, you're putting an unfair burden on your partner yeah you're requiring them to complete you and i that i but i i learned from watching him Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. that's not a way to be and but that's the thing uh, as um, i I find myself to be a uh well um leveled emotional person like i don't find myself on either end of the spectrum i I am i'm very aware with that being said my wife gets very mad because she doesn't see me cry or definitely see me cry many times (laughs) Really right, it's so <laughs> it seems to cry. It seems bass backwards a little bit. <laughs> and my wife's like, What? He's seen you cry, and I haven't. He I'm gets like, to see your deepest, darkest emotional parts. And that is oh, that is such a and beautiful it thing. Sucks. To it sucks for her because I want to cry in front of her, but at the same time, I'm like, I need to be, I feel. Sorry, I don't need to be. I feel like I need to be strong for mm-hmm. her. But I do. I do cry. Just not very often. It's like a Tuesday once a year. I don't know. <laughs> no, fuck that. I've heard you. I've seen you damn near tear up from a random country song playing on the radio in the Bobcat, okay? <laughs> fuck that once a year shit. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's oh true. <laughs> like I say, very emotionally level. Yeah, like yeah. I just don't show it in front of my wife. Like I just, I, just, I feel an unnecessary burden. There's a, ra- a, a random or- song comes on about like you know a guy losing oh. his family to like his, his young daughter dying, and you're sitting there just falling apart <laughs> on the job site, the lower <laughs> lips just trembling. <laughs> Oh, that is so beautiful. Like that, that, that but that's that, the good stuff, right? Yeah, there. that really is. And I, I'm not saying that the, yeah, I'm not, I'm not smashing it. I think it's important that we need to be in tune with that. And I agree. yeah, no, I agree with you when it comes to the idea that we shouldn't put all the burden of being emotionally yeah. stable on our wives and or to be that or check our, our only check and balance, but to say that they're not a level of check and balance. Yeah. It's because just because they're, they're there day and day. The, the distinction for me is that they're there because they're an intimate. They're just, they're a partner. Like they're a yep. close, intimate person. 
not because they're a woman. That's yeah. the distinction that I like. That I take the take, you take the gender out of it. Take the gender out of it, and it's just they're the person that you are yeah. close enough to and intimate enough with that you can share those experiences comfortably with them. Yeah. And I just I hate seeing women get get just uh, what's the word I'm looking for drafted into that role. Yeah. Like, so pigeon, like you guys pigeon, have a really healthy way of looking like at it. And that's and just like, exactly. This is who you are. This exactly. is the way you're seen. It's so I, I, yeah, I don't want them to be to well. Be just and the same thing that. for men. That's, that's the thing. We yeah. need to be. We're putting to the same box of you need to be this. You need to be mm-hmm. that. Where uh, women and men, <clears throat> you're more than one thing. So don't don't try. Yeah. That's that's one of the biggest problems I see in men is the fact that they see themselves as one thing. I need to be this thing. It's like no, be more than one thing. Be more than just masculine. Be more than just a fighter. Be more than just mm-hmm. a biker. Be more than just a a musician. You mm-hmm. need to be multiple a multifaceted person. Mm-hmm. In in order to contribute to society in a multifaceted way. And the more you contribute into society, you contribute into someone else in that same way, including your children and wife and all that stuff. Mike, did you just say something that I agree with every single syllable of? My God. I'm, I'm a yeah. multifaceted motherfucker right here. You really are a multifaceted <laughs> motherfucker We're going to mark a calendar. <laughs> I know, right? I need like a sticker on his chart or something. That was fantastic. Uh, have you ever read the book uh, Love and Respect? Nope. Don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was, I was expecting noted. somebody to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's one of those it's one of those like Christian marriage books. That's you know it's go it, its entire premise is off of like men long to be respected and women long to be loved. Mm. And it, I, it is, uh, it's I agree to a certain <clears throat> to a certain degree. It's I agree. So. It's so binary, though. Oh, like, really? It's, it's it's got it split to the point of just absolute ideals of this is the exact same thing that men need, want, require from you as a woman, and these are the things that women need, want, require from you as a man, and ne'er the two shall meet, other than that person bringing it into your life. Yeah. And if you can't, you know, if you're a man, and you you don't just love your wife, if you if if then, you know, she's never going to be happy or content. And if you as a wife don't, don't put aside your needs and and give, like, respect, you know, to to the man of the house, he will never be fulfilled God, by you. So, that yeah. is so bass but, oh, but it's there brutal. Is, we, but there is a level of truth to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick back because i got to kick back and we're running out of time. But there is a level of <laughs> truth to that because if I get disrespected by my wife, I feel a lot more. If she shuts Kay. me down, I'm more likely to be like, oh, you want to shut me down? Cool, I'm shut down. Kay. And then my emotions, But how does, how does she feel when you disrespect her? I don't. I don't. <laughs> You've managed to make it this far and never, di- if I go up and ask Never, uh, right ever yeah. disrespected her? <laughs> That's true. No, okay. I, I, I fucked let's, up. Let's call, I let's... apologize almost immediately and I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, do, I didn't mean to do, do that. Do you not think that it hurts her as much it, to be disrespected by you as it does for you to be disrespected by her? I, I, I would agree that it does. But Okay, the, so right I, there, I the binary is completely the blown thing is, up. I think the difference in kind is that the women don't always know that they're doing not all women but uh, I don't always wife, know when I'm disrespecting people <laughs> that's true that's true I, Where I, I, I try to make an effort not to because I uh, I don't want to like, make her look bad or make her feel bad in any way because I'm a real bitch and so but that's <laughs> like I don't 
that want could, that. That could just be an element of your experience in places and times that are more focused on status. Oh, you know, that could be true. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that could influence, and then you think, oh, this is biologic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or deeply ingrained in the spiritual makeup of you as a feminine being, yeah. right? So, and that just creates a complete false binary between mm-hmm. people that still need the same things from each other. Yeah. My wife needs my love and my respect yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. And if you try to parse the two out. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't need completely... to respect her because I love her. Yeah. Like, no, that, yeah, yeah. Right? That, that's the unbalanced life. And that's why people need to be more balanced in every single way. multi Multifaceted. What a magical episode! I come on here <laughs> expecting to argue with y'all. And well, you, I mean, you guys did. We did. We, we, did. Wrong, you did. we like, disagree on a lot of things still. <laughs> that that stuff there. That's that's gold. Like mm-hmm. that is that is some S tier. Sprinkle some right fairy there. dust on it. <laughs> exactly. That's some good stuff. Hey, like you know, I've said it many times where we agree on so much, we just agree on the the the. Uh, we agree on the destination. We don't agree on the the road. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. A lot of the time, yeah. All right, cool, brother. I we got to kick you out because we got That's okay. one more GTFO. Okay. Oh, I'm out of here. We love you, man. Thank love you, you so guys much. Too. Have fun. Uh, keep in tune because we're gonna have Will back always. Always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Part of the fam. All right. God bless. <laughs>